And good afternoon. It is 4 o'clock. Thanks for tuning in to CFRC 101.9 FM. We are located here in Lower Carruthers Hall, Queen's University, Kingston, Ontario. My name is Bruce, and this is Finding the Voice, spoken word programming here every Friday afternoon from 4 to 6 o'clock. We do stream live online as well at www.cfrc.ca. And coming up on the show today... I'm going, uh, we're going to, just going to briefly mention, we're going to play a lot of readings uh, from, uh, finish up the uh, February 4th, and the journey continues, open mic reading, but I do have some extra time, and I need to get set up here, so I'm going to start with a song, and uh, do that, and then I'll come back, so about just over three minutes, enjoy.
just heard a uh, song by uh, Kelly Sloan called Hurricane. This was actually off of, uh, I can't believe it's going back that many years, a 2009 album uh, called Women's Singer Songwriters. Uh, it's the word before that, too. I'm sorry, a, a collection. It's called it actually Atlantic Voices, a collection of uh, women singer-songwriters. So it's uh, all East Coast, I believe. And there's, uh, while I'm speaking of that, I should say there is a show coming up after this, uh, That uh, two hours of that kind of music and others from the East Coast, and not strictly, it's all over the place, so it's very eclectic. So... I had, was having a little bit of trouble with my USB, and so I, I think everything's good now. And so that's why I threw the music on ahead of time. I was actually going to play that song a little later in the show. Anyway, now what you're going to hear is the first hour as we continue into uh, this first hour of Finding a Voice on CFRC 101.9 FM. In the first hour from uh, February 4th, and the journey continues, open mic reading in that series. Uh, you're going to hear... Readings by Joshua Schiff, Corey Toke, Eric Folsom, Ron Chase, Sarah Emtich, uh, Gretchen Huntley, Anne Graham, Allison uh, Chisholm, let's see, uh, Matt Dravenstadt, Michael Castiles, and Bob McKenzie, Meg Freer, Lyle Miriam, Jordan Lane, Sasha Hill, and me. And then in the second hour, pretty much, it's uh, going to be uh, the first hour is finishing up uh, the last grouping in the first round and then the, all of the second round. Uh, in the second hour, we're going to play the full third round uh, from that February 4th and the journey continues open mic reading uh, basically all the same people so i'll just wait to the second hour to reintroduce them again uh this first though the usual hourly announcement that occasionally some poetry spoken word or music played on the show may contain strong language but it's all played in its entirety with content unedited to honor the creative integrity of both the author and the piece so up first I've uh, been playing it for a couple of weeks now, so let's go ahead and finish up that uh, February 4th, and the journey continues open mic reading. And as I had already mentioned, uh, this will be this first grouping is uh, the last of the first round and uh, from that evening. And uh, you're going to hear readings by Joshua Schiff, Corey Toke, Eric Folsom, and me. And I usually say it... Uh, Initially, but uh, these are for people that haven't heard this uh, show or at least this event from this show before. Uh, these are grouped because they're readings in the rounds, so it's just one poem per poet, and we just keep going through the sign-up sheet. Uh, usually make it through two rounds, but this particular reading, we made it through three. So anyway, again, here are in this order Joshua Schiff, Corey Toke, Eric Folsom, and me. This one is uh, called Weightless. <clears throat> Fall with me, weightless, into the sky. Our heartbeats quicken at our attempt to fly. Believe in us as we soar, higher and higher toward our own world between you and I, away from stress, worries, and the lies. Let's get to zero gravity. Try to reach for the stars, where nothing can touch us 
or bring us down, get lost in each other, and never be found. As time progresses, gravity may take its toll, dwindle our minds and our souls. Please, dear, do not stray as a mere slip of faith may add some weight. A slow fall befalls us, but we can turn this around. Talk this through before we spiral down. No, my love, distance has never been a challenge for us before, as another weight is added and you fall closer toward. Free falling, rag dulling, I reach for you to grab hold. Uncontrollable, unbalanced weight upon us. Emotions burn up as our hearts turning cold. We enter toxic atmosphere, falling into crippling fear, losing you, becoming more clear. I take your weight and place it upon me. Maybe then, my love, you will see. As my mind, body, and soul plummet and hit the surface, leaving a crater in the ground, only you hear the bone-crushing sound, no one else around, looking up at you as you float away, weightless. Okay, let's give Joshua Schiff another hand. Okay, so this piece is titled Snug Bug a Rug, which is a portmanteau of the phrase snug as a bug in a rug. He claimed cats as his prophets. No other creature better embraced his teachings better understood his values. He is the god of soft pillows, perfect positioning, and warm blankets. The five more minutes, turning to 15, turning to 30. Like all gods, he demands tribute, but no blood or entrails adorn his altar, preferring instead sacrifices of time and productivity. Thank you. As we bring up Eric Folsom, let's give Corey Toke another hand. As usual, I, I'm trying to revise like as I'm walking up here. <laughs> um, so uh, this is inspired by an old jazz ballad, You Don't Know What Love Is. By Don Ray and uh, Gene DePaul, uh, recorded among others by uh, John Coltrane on the album Balance. So, and it's in the form of a sonnet. So, it's a sonnet that's trying to be a ballad, <laughs> or it's a ballad that's trying to be a song. I don't know. And I keep playing with um, whether it should be second person or first person. So, anyways, the pronouns might be odd. You could be born understanding love, then again, you might only notice who feeds you, who is kind, shaping knowledge and appreciation from there. The fortunate heart fine-tunes the lagged mind. 
heartaches good teacher when goodbye is for good. Staying on is more subtle, living with the hurt, learning whether unequal love still has some worth, with uncertain calculations of attachment. Later, you are witness to long, sleepless nights, claiming lips deprived of kisses are still kissable. Stubbornly waiting to come in out of the rain to the embrace that your memory still keeps warm. The thing to learn, the news you must still uncover, is what being loved should feel like to your lover. Military Folsom, let's give him another hand. Uh, I'm going to read. We'll finish up this round, uh, and then we're going to take a break. But I save it for the end, too, but I've been starting the last month. I started to do it because it deserves to be done twice in a night. We've heard some wonderful readings so far tonight and performances. Let's give yourselves and everybody else another hand. preface. I seem to be doing it more often lately. Pretty soon I won't be able to say that anymore, I guess. But I don't know if you ever have something where you've done something you don't realize that the decision should have been made a long time ago. Uh, and, and it's just a thing. It's like a lowercase epiphany kind of thing, I guess. Lowercase <laughs> epiphany. This is called I'm Quitting Smoking Three Months Ago. <laughs> Knowing full well this time it's permanent. Yesterday I recall noticing the smell of a cigarette on the clothing of a person walking by. And today, now, in a cafe, savoring the taste of wonderful in-house pastry. And behind these bows, a thought I've never had in all those smoking years. And even other times I'd quit but started again. We with only six senses, even one of which some don't accept. Why would I or anyone diminish or extinguish to us? And uh, you just heard readings by Joshua Schiff, Corey Toke, Eric Folsom, and me. And, and again, we are finishing up the first round of the February 4th and the Journey Continues monthly open mic reading held at the Elm Cafe. Up next from that same event, we're going to move straight into the second round, and uh, you're going to hear Ron Chase, Sarah Emtich, Gretchen Huntley, and Anne Graham. Here they are. Welcome back, everybody. Is everybody set for round two? 
And we will do like we always do. We'll just go straight from round two because they get a little bit shorter each time. We'll go straight from round two into round three. So let's go ahead and bring in, uh, let's give Ron Chase a, a hand as he comes up. Sorry, Meg, this one isn't much cheery. <laughs> Thermal pane window. On a nondescript fall day, he sat crushed by the weight of his shadow, looking out from his massive thermal pain prison. The flies and the bees hurled themselves against it, almost manic in their futile attempts to get in. He was doing the same from the inside. He wondered if they noticed, or if their shadows were as heavy. Sarah Emptage, let's give Ron Chase another hand. Yeah, well, hearing, hearing uh, Michael's poem, I realized I had one I hadn't shared lately. It's also about snow and a dog, sort of. <laughs> Not like a real dog or anything. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's called Her Ladyship. The lady and her lapdog sit enthroned upon the sill of a skyscraper window in an early April chill. And the cityscape beneath them will consistently concede to their soft and lofty wisdom which is elegance decreed. The snow so fresh and gentle settles softly on the scene, and the lady and her lapdog, lapdog are entirely serene. <laughs> As we bring up uh, Gretchen Huntley, let's go ahead and give uh, Sarah Mintage another hand. I wrote this on Remembrance Day, and it's called The Care Too. He was only 17 when he headed off to war. Mother sobbed quietly as he walked out the door. Please, God, she prayed, bring him home to me. But it never once crossed her mind. T'would be in a box, you see. He was young and so excited. He would do his part. But first he went and got himself a tattoo of a bright red heart. He would place his mother's name in ink black and bold in the center of the heart, the story yet untold. The call came up for battle. They were moving rapidly to face the enemy bravely far across the rolling sea. The bullet whistled through the air. He didn't hear a thing. And then, like a tiny bee, he felt the burning sting. It grew in strength until the pain was beyond belief. He was alone in the field with no comfort or relief. And then his hand slowly crept to the heart upon his arm. And there, in three simple letters, was the magic charm. It was his mom by his side. He clung to her in fear. And somewhere deep inside he heard, it's all right, son, mother's here. His eyes began to close, his breathing began to slow. He felt the trickle of warmth as slowly his blood did flow. But mom was by his side, 
he didn't die alone. And far across the sea, she heard the telephone. Your son is coming home to you. He died with bravery. But please know he didn't die alone. He had comfort there, you see. His hand was on his tattoo, so you were never far apart. The tattoo that said mom was placed against his heart. She cried for many hours. The son she loved so much was gone from her forever. She'd never feel his touch. But before she placed him in the ground, on her arm she placed with pride a tattoo of a heart with the word son tucked inside. Let's give Gretchen Huntley another hand. heard readings by Ron Chase, Sarah Emtich, Gretchen Huntley, and Ann Graham. Again, as we uh, began the second round of the February 4th, uh, and the Journey Continues monthly open mic reading in that series. Uh, and it's held at the Elm Cafe. Up next from it, Estelle, and we're going to spend, uh, I think, is it the rest of this hour, maybe? in the second round. If not, I'll let you know when we move into the third round. I think the third round, yeah. Pretty sure the third round happens in the second hour. So, still in the second hour, uh, here are readings by Allison Chisholm, Matt Trabenstadt, and Michael Castiles. This frontier. Like fugitives, we left in the night, our breath as heavy as a steamship, our skin as milky as the night sky. We followed the beacon along the rocky outlets, 
you at the helm. In the grotto, we scattered ash in the old biblical way. And like migratory animals, we were pulled in a new direction. Like the sand hill crane or the merchant ship, we were called home. Stop, let's give Allison Chisholm another hand. How many of you have ever commissioned a poem? Okay, I've done it twice. It's really great. So, um, there's a poet I really enjoy uh, who I follow on Instagram. She is called Tori Blue. I'm not sure if you've heard of her. Her Instagram handle is notes on the way. And every now and then she puts out this uh, request for commissions. She takes commissions for poetry. And I just say, yes, please. It's like dirt cheap for what she produces. And um, so the poem that I read in the first round, I basically, before I wrote that poem, I sent Tori an email. This was around the time she was asking for commissions. And I pitched her what I was hoping to write about to see what she would come up with. Um, and then compare it with what I would end up writing. So here's a poem from a very different angle that um, encapsulates a small window of my work in suicide prevention and uh, looking at belongingness and loneliness. And here's what a poet who I've never met but aspired to meet one day came up with. Um, it doesn't have a title, but I will read it for you now. <clears throat> I rub my hands together and wonder what on earth I can do with today when I am feeling everything and I am feeling nothing and I am feeling that solid, steady current of anxiety blowing through my body Chilling my limbs as my mind, loose old ceiling fan, whirls, wheels, and wobbles. Over its droning, I can't even hear myself ask, what on earth can I do with today but resist it? But I curl up here, holding my body close, and I feel against my arms and in my chest that pulse called life. When I turn my attention there, I can hear it, that it is today, knock, knock, knocking, saying, maybe you can't get to the door right now, but I am still here. Maybe you can't answer yet, that's okay. I don't mind waiting. Listen, my body says to me, listen. Today will still be today, tomorrow. So take the time you need, but keep our, our hand here on our heart to feel its rhythm, every beat a reminder that you are not alone. Love has not left you, nor meaning, nor friendship. It tarries for you today, 
you'll see it again soon. And as we bring up Michael Castillo's, let's uh, give another hand to Matt Dravenstock. shopping cart tipped over in the weeds. It's missing a wheel and starting to rust. It already creeps in the wind. Yellow leaves scatter like crumpled up parking tickets. A plastic bag ignores the walk signal's flashing hand. For a while, there's just the wind, the lampposts and their ideas. A red mountain bike rattling its chain. A fire hydrant sitting like an obedient golden retriever, a payphone longing for someone to talk to. In the park, two benches face one another and can't turn away. The garbage cans remain insatiable. The wind waves the flags and the flags wave the black flags of their shadows. The darkening windows reflect on everything they've seen. The reruns of past seasons and how it's all come to this. Beneath the streetlight, the newly fallen rain sparkles like broken glass. Thank you. As we bring up Bob and Kinsey, let's give Michael Castillo's another hand. And you just heard readings by Allison Chisholm, Matt Drabenstadt, and Michael Castiles, and in that order. And again, those are from the second round of the February 4th, and the journey continues. Open mic reading in that monthly series. Tell you what, I probably really should do this now, and I will be right back. Friday evenings at 6 p.m. here on CFRC, listen to Saltwater Music. A show covering all musical genres from the East Coast of Canada. Celtic, of course, but also rock, jazz, blues, folk, and a lot more. I'm your host, Rob Carnell. Tune in to Saltwater Music Friday evening from 6 to 8 here on CFRC 101.9 FM. Or you can catch us on the web at www.cfrc.ca. And for our listeners out east, that's 7 p.m. Atlantic and 7.30 Newfoundland. I'm David Suzuki. The average lunch or dinner travels 2,400 kilometers to get to your table. Eating local means combating global warming. The future is on your table. Eat your way to a healthier planet. Find out how at davidsuzuki.org. Classical music. 
and what it's doing today. Listen to Counterpoint, hosted by myself, Selena Chirelli, here on CFRC 101.9, Monday nights at 7. Listening to Finding a Voice here on CFRC 101.9 FM. We are located here in Lower Carruthers Hall, Queen's University, Kingston, Ontario. My name is Bruce, and here every Friday afternoon from 4 to 6 o'clock, we do stream live online at www.cfrc.ca. Let's go ahead and move back into, again, the second round of the February 4th and the journey continues open mic reading in that monthly series held again at the Elm Cafe you're going to hear in this order Bob McKenzie, Meg Freer and Lyle Miriam okay so by the spring of 19 or 2019 the Australian journalist Julian Assange had been in a foreign embassy living in one room for seven years because the American government was a little upset that he had exposed their war crimes. And on April 12th, Julian Assange left that embassy and was arrested by the British police on behalf of the Americans. Since then, he's been locked up in a British prison, uh, denied contact with others, sometimes not even his lawyer, denied medical help that he desperately needs, and is still waiting for an outcome of this abuse by the Americans. In April of 2019, I wrote this for him. Dear Julian, though you've been gone You've been in our minds for seven, a magic number, seven long years away. You never were in hiding in your monastic, monastic exile. How did it feel, Julian? Sanctuary or prison? Or perhaps were you not in that foreign place, but secure in your own mind, free to wander wherever, waiting for the world to overtake you at last as you knew it surely must in force of time? We saw a brave young man enter in forced solitude for seven years, a hermit, come out a bearded elder. It's the eyes, Julian, your eyes that even now shine the bright beacons of truth that could not be put out. Welcome back, brave Julian. If we cannot be with you, be assured that we stand steady and firm by your side. Thank you. Bring up uh, Make Free, or let's give Bob McKenzie another hand. This is the dogs and snow theme, I guess. <laughs> it's called Elegy for Snowy. 
Ghost echoes of moon glass shimmered. Stars turned upside down. Tangled rainbows draped the clouds. And from two beaches away, I sensed she was near the bitter and sweet passage where we dogs dream sweep our way into heavenly hearts. I ran down the shore and we romped one last time across the sand, tails wagging in sync as always. As we bring up Lyle Merriam, let's give Meg Freer another hand. raises a glass to misery as he sits by the corner alone. He doesn't really want to be here, but can't stand to be at home. He knows he can't go on the way things are, and another empty bottle hits the bar. His life is such an empty trial, the days and nights drag by, in a long parade of pain, till there seems no reason left to try. He said he stood the pain for as long as he is able, as one more empty bottle hits the table. He thinks he's finally reached his limit with only one more choice to make. The pills will make it all so simple. Just go to sleep and never wake. He writes, I just can't do this anymore. Then one last empty bottle hits the floor. As we bring up Jordan Lane, let's give uh, Lyle Merriam another hand. And you just heard readings by Bob McKenzie, Meg Freer, and Lyle Merriam in the second round of the uh, February 4th and the Journey Continues open mic reading. Up next from it, here are... Jordan Lane, Sasha Hill, and Joshua Schiff. Uh, this is one that I uh, shared, uh, I think, the first time I was here, and I've uh, been working on it. It's sort of changed shape, so uh, let's see what he has. This is called Under the Smoke. There's a mournful smell in the gathering wood smoke. Sweet poison of dead things that bloom deader in the fine glass of our atmosphere. No velvet veined leaves, no time hewn bark to feel in kindred hands, just ghost fabrics sewing the bonds of friendly molecules into garrets, and the crunch of carbon under boots, grinding tomorrows into elegiac aerosol yesterdays. Lungs so filled with ashen nothing that they sputter and cough fragments of seasons, a labored subterranean diaphragm that can muster only asthmatic gasps in tones between survival and resignation. Wherefore our future, if it's to descend on our uncanopied heads while we wander a starved earth roasting under the sun with apples in our mouths? So I am grateful for the childish wail, a wail with the dread power of an acorn, a slow ticking shell set to explode against the unrelenting force of impossibility, 
an explosion that grips the earth and pierces gravity with a bang. Even with no ear or pool to witness its vibration, it proclaims, here we grow again. Thank you. As we bring up Sasha Hill, let's give Jordan Lane another hand. Let's give another round for Sasha Hill. Okay, this one's called Let Go. Why is it that we try to numb pain, loss, and suffering, these things which have made who we've become and grown stronger from. I feel 
It's easy to struggle and drown when you have these things weighing you down. Hasn't it occurred for anyone to see? Letting go can set you free. Instead, we insist to pull others down, share the suffering, and place it in others' confound. From here, the struggle lives on, through emotions that are drawn that were not necessary before, birthing anger, hate, and jealousy, crippling our minds toward a narrow and linear path as violence awakens, the world suffers the wrath. As we bring up uh, Corey Toke, let's give Joshua Schiff another hand. And you just heard readings by uh, Jordan Lane, Sasha Hill, a uh, performance by Sasha Hill, and uh, reading again by Joshua Schiff. In the second round, again, of the February 4th and the Journey Continues monthly open mic reading held at the Elm Cafe. Up next in it, uh, and these are the final readings, the final grouping of uh, this round, and it will sound somewhat familiar to the at least some of the first three people you heard at the start of the show, but here are in the second round now readings by, again, Corey Toke, Eric Folsom, and me. Last page. It anticipates the touch of brush or pen, feels neither, but instead lingers between a fatigued back cover and preceding sheet whose surface vanishes beneath purpose. Intended fate ignored, since a notebook's final page offers too little space for beginnings. As we bring up Eric Folsom, let's uh, give another hand to Joshua Sheehan. <laughs> Give Joshua another hand, too. Why not? <laughs> that wouldn't be right, I think. Uh, so this is another unfaithful translation of uh, Jean Cocteau uh, from this series, Cryptography. Um, one of the themes in, in the collection is um, how hard it is to be a practicing artist and how it is to write. So. Cocteau is back to this again. So. Um, 22 performer. Sometimes my ink wants my lines all knotted and bleak. Sometimes the poem flows swiftly with barely a twist. The hand of the shadow sometimes caresses my cheek. Sometimes he just shows me his fist. What should I do? Be guided by civility? Bring my wild feelings, pull back hard on the bit. I did that, or my sheets would be empty, or full like a burial pit. Thank you. Let's give Eric Folsom another hand. Uh, 
this poem is called Hiring. I should be writing all my poems in italics because they arrive nearly always as whisper. But I don't know how to scribe italics in my journal. Perhaps I shall find a calligrapher. And then there, but then there are those occasional descriptive poems that arrive in a louder voice and the even less frequent rants that arrive in a shout, now less, like one from 10 miles away. But I don't know how to describe those words, what font, what style. Perhaps I shall find a consultant and as I walk these city streets, visit countryside, village, and farm in my search for these collaborators, whispers, language, and faraway shouts will fly over my head and then away, gone and unheard. Thanks. And you just heard readings by Corey Toke, Eric Folsom, and me. And uh, as I mentioned, uh, those readings finished up the second round of the February 4th. And the Journey Continues monthly open mic reading in that uh, series. Again, held at the Elm Cafe. Uh, I do need to air a few more of these, and then I will be right back. Since 1922, CFRC Radio has been the campus and community radio station for Queens and Kingston, Ontario. CFRC is both listener-supported and listener-created radio, bringing both music and spoken word content to our community on 101.9 FM and around the world on cfrc.ca. Support locally created media. Learn more at cfrc.ca. Folk Everything, every Saturday morning from 10 till noon on CFRC. Traditional folk, modern folk, future folk, and strange deviations from the norm. Hear the legacy of folk music and discover new favorites and forgotten classics on Folk Everything. Join me every Saturday morning at 10 for a romp through folk culture here on CFRC. Says Red to James, that's a fine motorbike. The Kingston Community House for Self-Reliance, widely known as 99 York, has for 30 years been providing a central, low-cost meeting space for groups that allow like-minded people to come together to learn from one another, to share resources and trade skills. The goal of this house is to act as an integral part of the neighborhood in which it is located. On a typical evening, an autism caregiver relief group will be at 99 York, together with a 12-step organization and a transgendered support group while a social justice and homeschooling group may be booked in the following day. The community house is also available for less official functions, such as barbecues, birthday and office parties, and other social gatherings. We are proud to also serve the Queen's community. For more information, visit 99 York Street in Kingston. Go to www.99york.org, email info at 99york.org, or call 613-542-1136.
And you are listening to Finding a Voice here on CFRC 101.9 FM. We are located in Lower Carruthers Hall, Queen's University, Kingston, Ontario. My name is Bruce here every Friday afternoon from 4 to 6 o'clock. We do stream live online as well at www.cfrc.ca. I think maybe I'll do, uh, just because I might get into, I'm going to announce a bunch of events, and I'll tell you why I'm allowing so much time on this show in a minute, but uh, I think I'll end the hour with my usual kind of ending thing, so I I don't look up from what I'm reading here and realize it's already five minutes after five o'clock, so... Anyway, uh, I want to just mention, uh, like I always do at the end of each hour, that each hour of this show, each week, is uploaded to my blog space for it shortly after I get home at Finding a Voice on cfrcfm.wordpress.com. will remain there for four years. And uh, going to, because I counted them, and I don't even think they're... Uh, I will mention one call for submissions. I'm not even sure. I believe it's still open. The last I heard it was still open. Uh, But it's uh, Halibut, and there is the name of the uh, publication. And it's called Micropoems. And uh, I believe this is online. So uh, it says Halibut's call for submissions of Micropoems is ongoing, though it does have themed calls with deadlines. Uh, They do prefer unpublished short poems, uh, such as Haiku, Renku, uh, Tenka and uh, visual poems and a number of others, uh, but uh, they say currently of special interest are poems dealing with the leap year, or equinox and solstice. So they'd like you to please indicate in the subject line of your email if you're submitting the poems on these subjects, since they kind of realize that these are have a deadline. And uh, you may include up to three poems in a single Word doc attachment. You can send that to Halibut, so H-A-L-I-B-U-T, haiku, H-A-I-K-U, at gmail.com. Uh, before submitting, though, uh, please check both current themed calls by clicking Read More in the top of their website. And uh, the website is HTTPS colon slash slash halibut haiku dot blogspot dot com so uh so you want to do that and i believe it and the thing i'm not sure of i i know that uh, the call for equinox or solstice is still open uh but they are saying this is the last call for and it's leapings uh poems for the leap year so that, again that call is ending very soon i am guessing it might end with the with the today being the last day of the month and of February in a leap year and the subject of it, I am guessing uh, they'll probably want to get that out fairly quickly. So I'm guessing if uh, the call doesn't actually end at midnight tonight, it will be ending within the next couple of days. So again, just a guess. If you're curious, I did give you that uh, email address, and so uh, you can... Go online and uh, see if it's still there or contact them. How's that? Okay, let's just move in. I counted, and I don't know if I said that or just started to lead up to saying that, but I believe if I counted correctly, there are 14 events counting this weekend and the coming week happening, a number of which are actually happening tomorrow. Uh, I will tell you a weekly event first, though, just because I'm reading off a list that 
shows those separate. Uh, it's a, the Limestone Writers Writing Group. Uh, they meet uh, uh, every Wednesday night, and uh, except for the month of August, uh, to critique and support one another's writing, they say. Fiction, poetry, nonfiction, and memoir are all represented. Uh, from September through April, they meet uh, an hour later than they do uh, late spring and summer but so now they're meeting at 7 p.m uh in room 239 of stoffer library again that is uh wednesdays at 7 p.m so the next writing group meets uh, this coming wednesday march 4th at 7 p.m if you're interested contact uh david uh d pratt p-r-a-t-t 1939 at hotmail.com and uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's see what I can. I think I can get through there, uh, at least get through some of the events that are coming up tomorrow. And then I have a lot, a lot of time at the end of the second hour uh, to finish all of this up. Uh, but you're going to uh, tomorrow. Uh, the first thing that I have listed here is tomorrow afternoon, uh, the 29th uh, from 145. So I guess today isn't the last day of the month. Tomorrow is. Uh, from 1.45 to 4 p.m. Uh, this is going to be held at the Hummingbird House in Sydenham. Uh, so uh, I've got uh, a phone number to kind of that I'll give you two so you can get the exact uh, location. Uh, but what's happening tomorrow is going to be really cool. Uh, Stuart Ross and uh, Kingston Poet Laureate Jason Aru both are will be featured in a poetry reading event. Uh, called An Afternoon of Opposable Cheer, I believe. Uh, but I believe they've also added pie in there somewhere as well. You can uh, uh, find their link online, so uh, I would suggest you do that. I think it's called Poetry and Pie or something like that. Uh, I hope I'm not just making that up. <laughs> anyway, uh, the, after their reading, uh, Jason and Stewart's reading, there will be a Q&A. Uh, there is, uh, again, a Facebook uh, event notice for it uh, that has everything, and uh, it contains their bios as well. And it also suggests that seating is limited. Uh, you can purchase tickets in advance. They're $25. Uh, more specific directions to the location or if you have any questions, here's a phone number. And Kate should be on the other end. It's 613-449-8755. Or you can email them, and it's all one word, so Hummingbird, H-U-M-M-I-N-G-B-I-R-D, and then the abbreviation for marketing. So it's Hummingbird, M-K-T-G, at gmail.com. And uh, I think uh, if I start another one, I'm just only going to get, you know what, I will do one more, even if we start the second hour a half a minute or so late. Uh, the next is uh, that I have on the list happening tomorrow, and it starts at here in town, for, and it runs from 2 to 4 p.m. I believe it could be 4.30, but uh, I've got 2 to 4 p.m. here, and uh, it's the Hot Chocolate Charity Concert Series. They're our last Saturday afternoon of the month charity music series, uh, now organized and hosted by Haley Sarfeld and uh, Anthea Fever. Uh, each month sponsors a different socially responsible charity. This month's charity is the legal fund to help uh, 
and land defenders. Uh, there will be hot chocolate, so uh, admission is a suggested $10, but it's also pay what you can. Uh, doors do open at 2 p.m. Music starts at 2.15. Again, that's tomorrow afternoon at the Community House, which is located at 99 York Street here in Kingston. And with that said, we're... Wo- now, just under a minute into the second hour of the show, so welcome uh, to the second hour, and thank you for having tuned into the first hour. I'm not sure if I did that uh, in my brief remarks about it, but thank you for that. I hope you're enjoying it, and what you're going to hear in this hour is um, quite a bit similar. So it's the finishing up that same event, and I'll go into details, but... You are listening to Finding a Voice here on CFRC 101.9 FM, located in Lower Carruthers Hall, Queen's University, Kingston, Ontario. My name is Bruce, here every Friday afternoon from 4 to 6 o'clock. We do stream live online as well at www.cfrc.ca. And in this second hour, uh, we're going to finish up the February 4th, and the journey continues, open mic reading in that monthly series. You're going to hear in this hour, uh, each round gets a little bit shorter, and I've already explained, but maybe if someone is new to this and hasn't uh, heard uh, the show before and uh, familiar with how this particular event works, these are done in the rounds. So they're groups of poets, uh, and uh, it's a sign-up sheet. Everybody signs up, uh, then a poet reads a poem, sits down, and the next poet comes up. We go through as many rounds as we can, but what I do is group them into usually anywhere from three to four or sometimes five, sometimes less poets. But uh, And uh, a lot of times people only have brought enough work for two rounds because that is how it normally runs. So the, you will find this third round is a little bit shorter uh, than the second round was. So... Uh, that is the reason for that, and with that, the usual hourly announcement, occasionally some poetry, spoken word, or music played on this show may contain strong language, but it's all played in its entirety with content unedited to honor the creative integrity of both the author and the piece. So let's go ahead and go back in and finish up uh, with the final and third round that evening in an event. Uh, this is the third week, I believe. Uh, that we're airing from that. And uh, you've heard uh, the end of the first hour, or the first round in the first hour, and then the full second round. Uh, So here are the final readings from the February 4th, and the journey continues. Open mic reading in that monthly series. And up first in it, here are Ron Chase, Sarah Emtich, and Gretchen Huntley. Round three, let's bring up Ron Chase. Rusty leaves. The leaves slowly rested that fall. They creaked as the wind pushed them back and forth until they finally broke and shattered on the ground. Today, I feel rusty, and I feel the wind. As 
as we bring up Sarah Emptage, let's give uh, Ron Chase another hand. This is called Armadillo Armory. There's an old wood growing on the borderland between, the place where all is safe and sound and the dark domain of fiends. And full across the wood, there stands a solid ridge of earth, and there are tunnels running into it and half the way to Perth. And in among these tunnels is a cavern carved in stone, full of armadillo armor that the armadillos own. And whenever darkness threatens to invade their borderland, they buckle on their armor and they make a daring stand. <laughs> As we bring up Gretchen Huntley, let's give Sarah Emptage another hand. I will have to apologize, it's a bit longer. It's called The Road Not Taken. She sat at her kitchen table. She was 76 years old, staring out the window, letting her breakfast get cold. It was time to begin, so she picked up her pen. The writing was slow. She stopped time and again. Her thoughts drifted back to a time and place, remembering that girl put a smile on her face. It was almost as though she had stepped back in time, reliving those moments though just in her mind, standing at the crossroad with suitcase in hand, looking forward with excitement to the promised land. Where milk and honey flowed like wine, she was young and beautiful. This would be fine. She had walked for hours. She was tired and cold. Then she saw the house. It was shabby and old. It was late by then, so she knocked carefully. There was no answer, no light to see. Discouraged and sad, she turned away. And then she heard a man's voice say, Is there something you need or I can do? I'll soon be making tea. Would you like a cup, too? The relief was overwhelming as she stepped inside the door. And in that fateful moment, her life changed forevermore. She never left that little house. She lived her whole life through. Freedom was now gone forever, and there were children, too. She cooked, she cleaned, she baked, struggling to pass his every task. Though she tried with all her might, he felt was not her best. He would get angry, his nostrils would flare, jumping to his feet, kicking over the chair. She did her best to stand in his way, protecting the children, come what may. Often she was on the receiving end, and then he would turn and be her friend. He'd say he was sorry, please stay one more day. The children would cry, please don't go away. Her heart was heavy with the burden she carried, but she'd made her choice the day she was married. The children were gone, and now she was old, with a breakfast before her that now had grown cold. If she could do it all over and live her life once again, would she do the same thing at their final bend? I guess it doesn't matter because you can't go back. You can't relive the past, that's an actual fact. You have to play the cards that life has handed you, and if you have a losing hand, you must play it through. She laid down her pen, the words just wouldn't flow. Unless you walked in her shoes, you could never know. How she felt and how she lived, unless you've lived the same. Trying to put it all on paper was just a wasted game. She could only pray that young people everywhere would choose the road they take with the utmost care. As for her, her journey 
would soon come to an end. May she find true happiness around that final bed. As we bring up Michael Castiles, let's give another hand to Gretchen Huntley. And you just heard readings by Ron Chase, Sarah Emtage, and Gretchen Huntley. And uh, as we began uh, the third round of the February 4th and the Journey Continues monthly open mic reading held at the Elm Cafe. Up next from it, here are Michael Castiles, Bob McKenzie, Meg Freer, and Lyle Miriam. So I wrote this next poem a few years ago, and I was kind of just stealing lines from Jack London's collected works. I just kind of flipping pages and taking parts that I liked. And so the other day I was rereading White Fang, and I came across this line, I was like, Jack's London stole a line of my poetry. <laughs> this is from this poem. It's called The Lost Cabin. <clears throat> he sledded to the edge of the sky like a careless child on rotten ice. No food, no trail, no pinch of tobacco. From among the gloomy spruce, a door slammed and night fell. A strange sound echoed through the dark. An eloquent howl, pregnant with prophecy. How quickly he cooled. Nevertheless, his cunning was wolf cunning, wide-eyed and wide-eared to all that moved about him. He was mastered by the verb to eat. The thought struck him day after day for days unending that the lost cabin seemed very near. At nine o'clock, he stubbed his toe. Soon, he would come to the land of tiny sticks. Thank you. As we bring up Bob McKenzie, let's give Michael Castiles another hand. This is called Julie. I saw your daughter today in the grocery store aisle your spirit close behind her, or only an ancient woman, your ghost given up and gone. An old woman with a walker, you aged beyond your years, frail as the memory of you still somewhere deep in me, an eternity after you left. How long ago did I meet you? How long until you ended it? How long was the eternity we spent crossing those lines you needed so badly to cross? You were younger than me then, your spirit unbound by years, crossing lines, breaking rules, touching taboos and entering shadows you shared with me. There was a time I followed into any fantasy you dreamed, into the dark of your world, and learned to read the dark you led me into and through. Your one phone call ended it all and another eternity's gone by. Today, I saw a girl in a store, and you, a shadow from our past, the ghost of someone I once knew.
Does it bring up Meg Free or let's give Bob McKenzie another hand? Friday car wash. You can't be a party pooper if it's not a party, some people say. The ones who wait in line for a $5 touchless car wash on Fridays. The ones who savor the fleeting power of being guardian of wash code ticket number 15503. The ones who share a few private minutes amid flying soap and water spray. The ones who laugh when purple, green, yellow splats of wax interrupt their quiet embrace. The ones whose brains think and sink like weaver birds singing duets. The ones who don't understand questions like, are you all caught up? The ones who pack 20 hours of dreams into five minutes at the $5 Friday car wash. And as we bring up Lyle Merriam, let's give Meg Freer another hand. called Rainy Tuesday. Sitting in the window, watching passers-by get wet. The beer is nice and cold, but the food hasn't gotten here yet. It's always a good decision, getting in out of the rain. With food and beer in the bargain, it's not causing any pain. The drive-time traffic is going by, while their windshield wipers move, like spectators at a tennis match, determining their groove. All those people heading home from a day they'd like to forget while I sit here in the window watching passers-by get wet. Thank you. And as we bring up Jordan Lane, let's give Lyle Merriam another hand. And you just heard readings by Michael Castiles, Bob McKenzie, Meg Freer, and Lyle Merriam. Uh, these all in the second round of the February 4th. And the journey continues. Open mic reading in that monthly series. Again, held at the Elm Cafe. Uh, do this. Uh, yeah, I should probably do this and I'll be right back. The Youth Diversion Program is a charitable organization which has offered service to youth in the Kingston area since 1974. The goals of the organization are to allow youth to take responsibility for their behavior, to reduce the number of youth involved in the young offender system, to reduce the number of people victimized by youth in our community, and to involve the community in youth corrections. The Youth Diversion Program believes that all members of our community have the responsibility to provide all youth with the opportunity to develop and grow to their fullest potential. They work in partnership with the community to develop quality programs to assist youth to make positive changes in their lives and at the same time take responsibility for their actions. For further information, call 613-548-4535 or email info at youthdiversion.com. Folk Everything every Saturday morning from 10 till noon on CFRC. Traditional folk, modern folk, future folk, and strange deviations from the norm. Hear the legacy of folk music and discover new favorites and forgotten classics on Folk Everything. Join me every Saturday morning at 10 
romp through folk culture here on CFRC. Says Red to James, that's a fine motorbike. The Four Directions Aboriginal Student Centre, located at 146 Berry Street, offers resources and services for Aboriginal students at Queen's University. Among its many services, the centre offers a Three Sisters Feast Weekly on Wednesdays from 5 to 7 p.m. at the centre, prepared by staff or a guest chef. The centre is open daily, Monday to Friday, and hosts events throughout the year. For more information, visit queensu.ca slash fdasc. Do you like to dance? Tune into The Hustle with DJ Bolt every Friday night between 11 p.m. and midnight. Where you'll hear all the newest dance, electronic, French touch, booty bass, ghetto, deep, and tech house remixes and more. Let The Hustle take you to midnight and beyond at 11 p.m. on 4 to the Floor Fridays. Only on CFRC 101.9 FM. And you are listening to Finding a Voice here on CFRC 101.9 FM. We are located in Lower Carruthers Hall, Queen's University, Kingston, Ontario. My name is Bruce, and I'm here every Friday afternoon from 4 to 6 o'clock. We do stream live online as well at www.cfrc.ca. Uh, we're going to go back into now the actually the final grouping in the final round. Uh, I know this seems like a lot of time left, but this one was a little bit longer than some of the others, uh, the, uh, the groupings. So uh, that will take us up there a bit. And uh, I do have some other things to air, but as you can tell, we only got through two, three events, and there are 11 more to go. And I, I think there might have been seven or eight minutes uh, for just to get through those three events and a call for submission. So... I wanted to be sure and allow plenty of time to at least get through events that are happening this week and might even be able to stay on top of it and uh, and work into the events coming the next week. There just hasn't been enough uh, time on the shows to do that lately. So I want to spend a little extra time this week doing that, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So as we move into uh, the very end of the uh, third round of the February 4th, and the journey continues. Open mic reading in that monthly series held at the Yum Cafe. Uh, we'll finish it up with readings by Jordan Lane, Joshua Schiff, Eric Folsom, and again, me. I may or may not have uh, read this one. Um, the title will now be called Entropy. Don't spoil me with living things. Bring me what's done and stripped bare, because I am the vulture's vulture. The beak at the end of my unfeathered head will peck at the center forever, until the world is the last grain of sand. bring up Joshua Schiff, let's give uh, Jordan Lane another hand.
yourself. I have most of my poetry on Instagram. Feel free to follow. I'll follow you back. Follow, follow. Here we go. Anyways, this one's called Love Suspended. It was a cold morning when you invited me in. You led the way with our hands intertwined. The sweat warmth between our hands grasped a chill as you changed my direction towards you to head inside. We found ourselves put off balance, doing the dance of drunk misdirections of our minds. So we pulled each other close to gain equilibrium and stabilize. But then the soft touch of your cheek touched mine as tension would begin. Feeling everything uh, like slow motion as senses heightened. I can both feel and hear my chest pounding and pushing, the air out of my lips as they opened, and I can smell the whiskey scent from each breath. I cannot tell if it's you or I that is shaking as cheeks rub and slide, closer towards intended destination. The warmth of each other's shivering skin till our quivering lips grasped, finally a kiss that felt for, like forever to begin. As we bring up Eric Folsom, let's give Joshua Schiff another hand. And to even it up, give Corey Toke another hand too. Again, and this time, this this was fun translating because he's criticizing other poets. <laughs> so this might be an, an even less faithful translation than usual. adopté. Uh, to take up the ways of verse, one does everything in reverse. Faults imposed with such gall, they cease to be false at all. Attack yourself with a knife, and by such strange false wounds descend to the underground, there to mine the oars of life. Darkness springs on the change, she thinks we're backsliding, shadow, angel deranged, right at our heels gliding. Disguise your intelligence, act the slow-witted liar. Barter your inheritance, and then sell out the buyer. Tell them you need more space. Loneliness is expressive. Your friends with poems replace. The normative is oppressive. Don't seek what scholars see at their dangerous college. Never share what you're dreaming. And from dreams take no knowledge. Beautiful souls you will break like light ripples on a shoulder. Marco, Marco Polo's chained awake, searching Venice for his soul. That was Eric Folsom. Let's give him another hand. I don't think I did, but I might have. Did I miss anybody in the second and third round that had another poem? 
cool. Well, before I read a uh, final poem, and then we'll end it at three rounds because we don't have enough time, I don't think, to attempt a fourth. And it would be the first time we'd ever done a fourth. So, But this way, we got a little bit of time. We've got the place till 9.30, so time to chat with your friends and other poets. But before we get to all of that, it's been a wonderful evening of poetry. We've heard some wonderful readings and performances. Let's give yourselves again and everybody else another hand. And to Anthea for taking great care of us tonight. To the Alpha Cafe for letting us use this space. This is called Dream. After decades of proclaiming that I never dream when I sleep, because I could never remember even an instant of a single one, for the past six months come these vivid dreams, beginning almost immediately after I lie down and close my eyes. Some I can remember still, others I do not. Only fragments, pieces of a story, a longer dream. But now even more, in all the times I blink in a day, strobe like these instant millisecond dreams and I living away from this in as many an other world over 15,000 times a day. Thanks. Thanks again, everybody. I ha actually had to look that up. I had to Google that. How many times we blink in a day? And it varies. Some of them say 15,000. Some say 20,000. So, And those are just in, they've even taken away the hours, the normal hours a person would sleep. So those would just be waking hours. So. I'll count tomorrow. Okay, do that, do that. I've got one of those little clickers. <laughs> Thanks again, everybody, for coming out. I look forward to seeing you here on the 3rd of March. Have a great night. <laughs>
Neil Young songs off of uh, uh, it's Neil Young and Crazy Horse uh, Russ Never Sleeps album and the song is that came out when 1979 wow that's crazy and the song is called Thrasher here we go was that great Grand Canyon rescue 
Just heard Neil Young with Crazy Horse again off of the Russ Never Sleeps album and a song called Thresher, 1979. And you're listening to Finding a Voice here on CFRC 101.9 FM. Again, we are located in Lower Carruthers Hall, Queen's University, Kingston, Ontario. My name is Bruce, here every Friday afternoon from 4 to 6 o'clock. We do stream live online as well at uh, www.cfrc.ca. And uh, going to go back into uh, where we left off uh, with events. I already gave you two things happening tomorrow. Let's see how, uh, just one more, I guess, after that. Uh, there was another one uh, that was earlier, but uh, they had said uh, requested uh, registration close uh, on the 25th. So I'm hoping they filled up, and I'm not making a mistake not reading it, but I'd hate to send somebody there and only to find out they couldn't get in. So anyway, let's just go back to the list I do have. Coming up also tomorrow from 4 to 7 p.m., uh, if you could time, tra- time travel, you could almost do all of these uh, that I just mentioned tomorrow because this one goes from 4 to 7 o'clock. Again, tomorrow, Saturday, February 29th. This is a poetry and choral music event <clears throat> excuse me, happening in Perth. Uh, it's uh, River Resonance Chamber Choir, and it's going to be uh, performed uh, by Susan Gillis and friends. I don't know what's going on with my voice here. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. They will be performing multi-voice poems in and among uh, 
choral music. Uh, it's by donation. All proceeds from their concerts go to local music uh, therapy programs for those in long-term care, special needs, hospice, uh, day programs, or to individuals. Uh, specific to this event, uh, proceeds will go to Community Home Support, Lanark County Hospice Palliative care services uh, again this is in perth tomorrow at the old uh, perth shoe factory uh, one sherbrooke uh, sherbrooke street east again in perth there is a facebook event link for it too so check that out i think if you type in river resonance chamber choir and susan gillis it should probably pull it up and you've been listening all day to these and uh, there's another the next event and you heard me mention the next one the date of the next one coming up so and that is coming up this tuesday it's the first tuesday of the month event uh, e and uh, it's so tuesday march 3rd uh, from 7 to 9 30 p.m the doors do open at 6 30 though uh, and again the end the journey continues open mic uh, reading series at the elm cafe and the elm is located at 303 montreal street uh, there is a facebook event notice up for it as well with a few details on there uh too so and i don't know how long i've been doing it for the next one it's in tweed and they were in the same location for a number of years but i think they have changed their location luckily i caught it this time uh, but i was still advertising it or sending people that way i got a different direction i'm guessing i'm guessing they could figure it out but still i'm sorry if uh if I messed anybody up in uh, where to go. But this is for the first Tuesday Muse series in Tweed. Uh, it, too, obviously, is a first Tuesday night of the month poetry series. It's happening uh, Tuesday night, March 3rd, uh, from 7 to 9 p.m. And their new location is, uh, seems, or I don't know about new, but at least their current location seems to be at the By the Way Cafe. It's on Victoria Street in Tweed, it says. Uh, they do have uh, not an event page, but actually a group page, which is actually kind of cool because then they can just update things all the time, and that page never uh, disappears. So uh, just uh, type in the first Tuesday Muse, and uh, you will uh, find their uh, Facebook uh, group page. Uh, there are a series of performances coming up, uh, and it's a play called Our House, and uh, it's co-created by Tracy Guptill, uh, Mariah Horner, Liam Bidmead, and uh, Kay Kenny, and it's the original concept, I think, was co-created by Mariah and uh, Kyle Holleran, but it's called, uh, the name of the title of the play is called Our House, and it's described as a meditation on the cyclical nature of civic engagement in public spaces, a little bit of time traveling, a lot of millennial grumbling, and maybe a dance party or two is how it's advertised. Uh, it is a cellar door project and an anarch theater uh, co-production. Uh, you can find out more information with bios and a link for tickets at, uh, oh, just go to www.cellardoor.com and then uh, uh, slash that with our house, and then that should get you. I've got this two long, I mean, two lines long 
uh, email address that would take you right to the site. But if you get that close, you'll be able to find it. It's going to be held at the Grad Club at 162 Berry Street. I think everybody knows where it is. It begins next week. So uh, Wednesday, March 4th, there are going to be one, two, three, four, five, looks like six performances. Um, the 4th, the 6th, the 7th, the 10th, or 9th, I should say, the 10th, the 13th. So that's 4, 6, 7th, 9th, 10th, and 13th. March 9th's performance is at 9 p.m., but all the others uh, begin at 8. Again, that's at the Grad Club coming up beginning next week. And... Uh, I will also, uh, this just kind of came together very quickly, but I will be offering an uh, intuitive writing workshop with Queen's Creative Writing Club uh, that's going to be held on uh, uh, Wednesday night, uh, March 4th as well, 6.30, p.m., uh, intuitive writing workshop in the John Deutsch or the JDOC Center and John Deutsch uh, University Center on Queens campus. Uh, it's a three-part 90-minute workshop designed to help sort of overcome writer's block um, as much it's as much a why to write as it is how to write uh, workshop. It will be held in room 353. If you need an elevator, there is one there. Uh, the event is free, but I, I'd really encourage anybody who attends to donate a bit, at least pay what you can to help support the club. Again, that's Wednesday, March 4th, 6.30 to 8 o'clock. Also that evening, and there are a lot of conflicting, uh, the, it's just a busy month, I think is what it is. Uh, you could actually, uh, well, I'm not going to say that. Uh, you can, but it's there's an open mic. It's open mic at Cogro, and it's uh, being put together by Ultraviolet Magazine. It starts at 6.30 and runs till 9.30. So I am definitely probably after the workshop, I'm going to run over there and check that out, at least catch part of it. I feel bad I can't make it all. Uh, uh, at the Common Grounds Coffee House in the Ark, uh, Ultraviolet is a 23-year-old magazine devoted to creative arts, prose, poetry, photography, art, graphics, and music. Uh, they are a student club based at Queen's University, and they say they love promoting creativity both on and off campus. Uh, sign up at, at the door or online. Uh, just go to their uh, their Facebook page, and I believe that's where you can find, uh, you can click on the link. It's, again, Common Ground Coffee House. I know everybody on campus knows that, where that is, but maybe other people don't know, uh, community members. Uh, if you would like to attend, it's at 284 Earl Street in Kingston is where one of the doors is. I guess it's the main door. So right where, in fact, uh, where Aberdeen Street uh, dead ends into Earl Street is where the main doors to that building are from the street. There's also another set of doors from the alleyway behind, but... If you're not familiar with Queen's Campus, that may be the best directions I can give you. Uh, also happening, let's see where I'm at here. Coming up this next week is the Big Book Sale. It's a fundraising event. It's GVCA at uh, the Agnes Etherington Arts Center. So it's the Graduate Visual Cultural Culture Association, that's GVCA, and the Agnes uh, Etherington Arts Center are presenting an event called the Big Book Sale. 
Uh, the four-day event will offer at bargain rates an eclectic uh, range of pre-loved and owned books, rare vintage art te- uh, history texts, uh, visual culture publications, popular fiction, and more. Uh, and also some, uh, they, they are saying beautiful Agnes catalogs will be offered at a 50% discount. Uh, the GVCA is a vibrant, vibrant hub of networking, peer support, and professional and academic development and social activities for art history and art conservation graduate students at Queen's University. Uh, funds raised through this sale will support their activities and gallery programs. Again, this is four days. I'm going to add a personal little plug here to this as well. So, But it's happening Thursday, March 5th uh, from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m., uh, Friday, March 6th from 10 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. And these are just the hours of the Art Center, too, so that is the reason. And then Saturday and Sunday both, uh, March 7th and 8th from 1 to 5 p.m., I think everybody knows where it is, but it's uh, 36 University Avenue, Queen's University, uh, right uh, just off of Bader Lane on uh, University Avenue. And uh, there is a Facebook event uh, page for it as well. My personal note is uh, I've been working at the Agnes now for like four and a half, something like that, years. And... Uh, I think it was like the year after I started, or a half a year. It might have been a year and a half after I started. Anyway, uh, it was a while back, but uh, they did one of these then, and it was, I thought it was a really cool event. And if you like books, they had a lot of them, and really you're not going to find a really, really decent price for some really, really cool books. So. Cool. I'll let it go at that. I did say there was a Facebook event page. It said when it was. And again, it runs from Thursday, March 5th through Sunday, March 8th. And again, you can get the times on that Facebook event page. Or you can also call uh, the Agnes Etherington Arts Center if you need to do that or email them, one or the other. Uh, there is a storytelling event. Let's see. Am I forgetting something here? Yeah, I am. Uh, happening on March 7th, next Saturday. So I am getting into Saturday, so I might be able to share these again next week if there's time, but we're still working on next week's stuff, so I'm just going to keep going here uh, because there are a number of things happening on March 7th, it looks like. Uh, It's a new... uh, I believe it's a relatively new, at least, monthly series of presentations uh, by students from Queen's Center for Neuroscience uh, at the Kingston Front Act Public Library's Calvin Park branch. Uh, this uh, month, uh, the series, uh, it's called, I should give you the title, and it's called Brainstorm. Uh, this month's uh, the series features Ph.D. candidate Leif uh, Sematis as he talks about artificial intelligence in the medical field. Uh, yeah, and here it says this is the third presentation in their new uh, uh, Brainstorm series. So this is happening Saturday, March 7th from 2 to 3.30 p.m. Again, that's at the Kingston Frontenac Public Library uh, at, uh, at Calvin Park branch and uh, 88 Wright Crescent in Kingston. It's very, very close to uh, the, just across the street 
uh, the, from, uh, well, not, I shouldn't say that. It was only maybe about a block and a half or two blocks from uh, the Kingston Center. Uh, it's also where the bus, basic bus terminal is, or one of the bus terminals are. So, uh, yeah. Now, also happening that afternoon uh, or an evening, early evening, uh, is a storytelling event, uh, Viva Voce, and the uh, theme is Chaos. It's produced by Blue Canoe. Uh, it says it's, uh, and, and actually it's Blue Canoe uh, Theatrical Productions, Inc., well, and they're hosting it uh, at the Community House. Uh, Viva Voce gives local youth age 13 to 30 an opportunity to share their voices through stories it says anyone is welcome to attend, but only those in that age group will be reading or performing. Uh, for those wishing to perform, there is also a Facebook link uh, as a call for it, so you might check that out. Uh, you will just have to go there uh, to... Uh, to it's, it's a very long number after the event link, but uh, just... Uh, Go Viva Voce and Chaos, and uh, there will be a link as well for the event now, I believe. But uh, there should also be a link for the call asking for those who want to take part. Uh, this, again, is happening at the Community House, which is located at 99 York Street. And then that evening, again, March 7th, so just a week from tomorrow... Uh, a launch and reading at Novel Idea. This is uh, being billed as the second annual Anana. Uh, Anana, just so you know, is a, a, a publisher uh, that uh, publishes uh, exclusively uh, women's uh, poetry. Or, no, I shouldn't just say poetry. They publish women's work. So how's that? So it's a launch and reading at Novel Idea. It's, again, the second annual Anana International Women's Day reading. Elizabeth Green will be emceeing this event and invite you to uh, celebrate uh, International Women's Day with five Inanna authors. Those reading will be Toronto novelist Hannah Brown with her debut novel, Look After Her. Uh, Lisa D. Nicolets uh, from Toronto with her novel, The Occult Persuasion and The Anarchist Solution. Uh, Kate Kelly from Peterborough with her debut novel, A Harsh and Private Beauty. Ursula Flug, uh, also from Peterborough, uh, most, uh, her most recently with uh, The Young Adult Mountain. Uh, she has a, a speculative fiction uh, down uh, book called Down From, and I think her new one coming out, oh, I'm, I'm hoping I get the title right, but I think it's Seeds. I believe that's right. Uh, my apologies, uh, Ursula, if I am wrong. I don't think it's coming out until May, so it's not... I don't know if you can get a physical copy that night unless something's changed and it is available, uh, but uh, there is a chance she might be at least reading excerpts from it or she might uh, be reading from her... Uh, she, and she has some wonderful prior work, too, so that. And then uh, it says also host and... Uh, local writer Elizabeth Green herself will be reading from her own work. And uh, again, that's uh, Saturday, March 7th uh, from 6 to 8 p.m. Novel Idea Bookstore, again, is located at 156 Princess Street, right on the corner of Princess and uh, Baggett. 
Uh, there is a Facebook event uh, notice for it, uh, so uh, check that out. Uh, I think if you just put uh, International Women's Day Reading or Nana in that as well. That's I-N-A-N-N-A, by the way. Uh, and uh, so I got us through uh, completely a week from uh, from tomorrow. So we got... Uh, we did pretty well, I guess, uh, getting some events announced uh, again that I mentioned. I haven't had a, an opportunity to do as much as I'd like. Uh, I do have a couple of these. Well, let me just take care of business first. I do want to thank you for tuning in to uh, both hours today of uh, Finding a Voice. I know there's still, look you look at your clock, and there's still definitely a bit of time left. But again, I'm going to play a song to take us out of here and allow uh, Rob some time to come in and get set up for his show. And um, I also have a couple of uh, things I need to air uh, before that as well. Uh, so... Again, thank you for tuning in today. You've been listening to Finding a Voice here on CFRC 101.9 FM. Uh, we are located in Lower Carruthers Hall, Queen's University, Kingston, Ontario. My name is Bruce, and uh, hope you have a wonderful weekend. And uh, tune in. I'll catch you here hopefully next week. Uh, both hours of the show, as mentioned in the first hour, are saved to my blog space for it, Finding a Voice on CFRCFM.wordpress.com. Uh, please, uh, uh, please uh, hope you can stay tuned for two hours of East Coast music with Rob Carnell coming up right at the top of the hour. Have a great weekend, everybody, and week ahead. Thanks. Thank you for listening to this podcast produced at CFRC 101.9 FM in Kingston, Ontario at Queen's University, situated on the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee peoples. The CFRC Podcast Network at podcast.cfrc.ca is brought to you by the generous support of the Queen's University Faculty of Engineering and Applied Sciences.